Hello and welcome to podcast number 26 of the Gordon and Sharice show. And I cannot believe we're at podcast 26, but we're moving on these so quickly because we have shortened the time frame of these podcasts. Yes, They're we going ha- well. I-, I have a puzzle for you. Uh-oh. Can you say Gordon and Sharice show 10 times as quickly as possible? Uh, no way. No, it would be too comical, and I'm afraid of what would come out in the end. It would sound like you're speaking in tongues, Sharice. No, That's what would happen. it would be really happen. weird, and I just don't even want to try that. Okay. Thank you. Okay. In fact, this is not necessarily about speaking today. The, the topic is seeing. Right? We're still on seeing, yes. Do you see what I see is the topic today? I love the topic. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't see what others see when they see things in the spiritual realm. They wow. they don't see the unseen. A lot of times with pain, mm-hmm. pain focuses back on what do we see and feel with our own bodies? What do we see objectively with information, how we walk, how we're coiled over, Maybe one of our eyelids is shut. Maybe our eyes are are dilated. Or excuse me, pupils are dilated and our eyes are red. And maybe we're experiencing pain. We can see pain on an individual. Right. But can we also see the depths of one's heart or what they're seeing from the spiritual side? And I don't know if we honestly can, as close as we are to other people, as close as I am to you. There is something very unique about the process being worked out in you right. specifically. And we're not meant to see into the depths of people's hearts as Christ does, because Christ is the only one who can judge the human heart. Right. We're not supposed to judge other men and women, even in pain. Right. Okay, I see this, so you don't look like you're injured enough, and you should be able to do this. So yeah. I don't think you're disabled. I don't think you're handicapped. I don't think you deserve extra consideration. So do you see what I see really pertains also a lot to our faith. And I know that pain oftentimes feels like a betrayer of our faith because we tend to lean on these inclinations of insisting upon evidence. We insist upon seeing evidence that, okay, if you're in pain, let's see the evidence, okay, and we'll validate that you get a pass on things. Or if we don't see pain, then we tend to judge people and expect things out of them that we don't understand about their limitations. Mm-hmm. And so it it took me many years to get over that. Here I am as a doctor. Here I am in pain. Do I want to sit there and show someone every aspect about my pain? I'm, I'm actually glad that you don't. I don't. Because if you put that on me, I tend to take it on anyway right. as a caregiver. And and I'm not like there over you day and night where, while you're writhing in pain right now. But I have naturally gravitated to that caregiver role, kind of that feeling of what happens if something happens to you and it's unexpected again. And it, it because as fast as, as you're able to do something right now, I've seen in our marriage that pain can become immediately crippling and paralyze you. So there's this fight or flight thing that starts happening with the caregiver. Right. And if I if you gave me everything, if you said, Shuri, see everything I see right now, feel everything I feel right now, on top of that, I think I would have crumbled. 
And I know that you would have crumbled. And we know that 75% of marriages who are dealing with chronic pain tend to end up in divorce. Right. You can't just spew out all the ugliness and toxicity of pain on another individual. They don't know how to carry that load. And on the other hand, you can't have it so trapped inside of you that there's right. no release. Right. So there there has to be a release. There has to be a way to healthily work through that. But you have chosen the healthier belief system in the healthier way. You've, you haven't had pain go away, but you've learned, as Dr. Caroline Leaf talks about the brain, you've learned to manage pain. You're a pain manager. <laughs> I'm a pain manager so that we can take a long trip and climb that mountain and get to the heights of the mountain to see the glory of God. That's Abs- right. Absolutely. A big part for me is this, is when I'm bottled up with pain, mm-hmm. and you can tell because I get very quiet. You also have spiritual ears. You mm-hmm. can hear almost nothing out of me, and you can almost sense that my mind is moving at 100 miles, well, 250 miles per hour from neuron to neuron. You can sense my thoughts. Okay? You can sense I'm in deep mm-hmm. contemplation. Mm-hmm. Many times I'm making choices with my mind right there. And my choices are this. I can either move into Mm self-pity and disappointment and despair. I can start questioning the promises of God and the truth of God. Or I can take my mind and move towards things of the present day, knowing that they're going to bring future glory and there's going to be fruit in the future. Absolutely. So I have to go straight to the present. If I focus too far on the past of causation of illness, why am I in this situation? How many Look how years, bad is it? Da, da, da. Oh my goodness, it's 27 years and counting. There's not even any studies with people that are dealing with opioids and everything else for this amount of time. Oh my goodness, I shouldn't be alive. Or the other hand is, how can I move towards the future? How can I live another 30 years like this? Look how unfair this is. Mm-hmm. I can't allow those thoughts to come in. No. Okay. So what do I see that I want you to see that you can see? Tell me. Christ. I share Mm. the things that have profit for your soul. Mm. I share the the methods, the movements, the spirit, the value that's given to us from truth and good morality, staying in the middle with my life. So I don't get too upset with the pain. There are times where I'm not perfect and I do. But oftentimes when my mind is spinning and I've got this deep contemplation, my thoughts are about this. How can I move forward with nobility? I love that. How do I take my next step that's wise? Mm -hmm. How am I a builder of my home or our life? Yes, I've looked at all the costs before I've built the home, before we've moved on with our life. But how can we do so where we succeed and, in fact, we, we actually exceed our thoughts or limitations. We move far Mm. beyond our experiences. Mm. I love it. So those are the things that I want you to see at different times. I think a lot of times for Christians, do you see what I I see? I think people take faith and they walk in denialism. That's not faith. That's not faith. Right. I'm going to deny my pain. Yeah. 
look how good I am. I'm going to use my brute muscle and I'm going to be ruthless with my discipline and determination mm-hmm. and I'm going to make something work for the future. Yeah. That works short term, short term. That that cannot beat a long war against pain. You might win a battle or two. I agree. With that mindset. But that's not sustainable and that's not a gift that you can hand your spouse. Right. Or your kids or friends or family or community that you're involved with. You're outside your wheelhouse. I have to share this perspective. If Please. I can interrupt for a second. You're not expecting it, but here we go. Um, I I am being awakened in my role in, in our marriage and life that, yes, denialism doesn't work. And it's not just about the body physically. It's about our emotions. Okay. Because so often we're taught to deny our feelings that are erupting and to move on. And, you know, there's a book by Carol Truman. It's called Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. And this was introduced to me at the women's retreat that I was on in Granbury and helped uh, my dear friend lead. And I thought this is a very interesting study um, because really and truly we have memories and we have, you know, down to the cellular level, our feelings affect our body down to the cellular level. It changes our cells. Yes. It changes what's happening. And if we keep running in that same cycle, our cells continually repeat the same pattern. And so if we don't deal with our feelings, if we keep feelings in denialism, as well as our body, we're become like this eruptive volcano. There are healthy ways to unlock those cells with those memories and those bad things that are in there and and bring forth life in our very cells that God has designed inside of us. Right. And we can deal healthily with it. Um, but I, I just had to make that side note because for me, it's not the physical pain that is constant, but for me, it is the emotional wearing. It is the feelings that are associated with that. Well, when you walk in denial, you start tearing apart parts of your belief because they can't stand up with denialism. No. Okay? That's number one. And number two with your emotions, they relate to your physiological responses. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have what's called viscerosomatic and sensory somatic reflexes or responses to different things. Your emotions affect your body. That's right. So when you walk in denying something or you think you're compartmentalizing it because you're superior in success than someone else, that doesn't mean you're faithful. Right. That's right. And when you're faithful, you're experiencing a true process between your emotions and your body's responses. So there's an element of worshiping in spirit and in truth. Right. So many times people do this. I'm in denial, but I'm going to get to this mark. I'm going to be good enough where God is going to accept me and then heal me. Right. Well, the truth of the matter is when you can see what I see, okay, going back to the title of this podcast, God works his purposes actually through who we are right now. 
not who we want to be. No matter, yeah. right, no matter the degree of brokenness because he gets the glory yeah. as we're being transformed. It's based on his strength and our weakness. Yes, uh-huh. yes. His relational connection with us. Yep. His promise with us. And so the more that we are suffering, if you can buy your eyesight get closer to God Mm -hmm. and start to see his patterns, Mm. sense his rhythms, move in his direction, hear his voice. Sometimes it's a tug. It's a word. It's something that comes out of scripture that moves you. And it has this cascading flow of energy and inspiration. Mm -hmm. It inspires you to actually do something different. That's right. Or I'm going to use say the word differently. Okay, and so when he does that, when we sense that transformation happening, we begin to see new things about being developed as a new creation. Mm. And what happens? Confidence and assuredness of faith erupt instead of walking in denialism and having a substitute faith to take over. Absolutely. A religious faith. Yeah. Not necessarily a rich spiritual faith that is only through Christ. So agree. Yeah. So what are your thoughts for today? I really believe that it's time to remove the scales off of the the eyes. Stop thinking that pain is all that you can see. See beyond your pain because God is there. See beyond the emotional trauma that's causing pain in many people. Yes. And there is, we have tools right there in scripture, have the opposite thought to what you think is the right thing. Have have scripture there to counteract the despair that you may be going through. Take some key verses for your life and hold on to them and allow them to help you to see how God sees you, not how you see yourself. Right. (laughs) Very powerful, how God sees you. I think of this from my thought of the day. When you're blind, whether you're sick or healthy with your life, when you're blind, you can't see, so you can't move for a lot of people. You're thought, you're, you're looked at by others and you're scorned for maybe being inadequate. Mm-hmm. But a, a big part of this is that you've lost your freedom. And we've seen blind people like Andrea Bocelli. Hmm. They're free. They have sight that I can't even imagine. They have sight towards God. Let's take Stevie Wonder, the same thing. Yes. Musicians. Right. Brilliance. Okay. There's brilliance. There's in brilliance. Uh-huh. There, there's insight. Yep to who they are. Absolutely. Don't tell me that they don't have a freedom in Christ and they don't see beauty and that they can't express outwardly through music that's healing and comforting to others. Amazing. So the things that you can see even in your pain, Mm -hmm. do not doubt the power behind it and the beauty behind it that you can share with others. Absolutely. And that fits with the scripture. God does this. He says this. I comfort all. So in his suffering and in our sufferings, when we share in the sufferings of Christ, he says, I provide the comfort for any 
sufferings. Absolutely. We don't have to be blind. And we don't create that comfort. No. Lean into the comfort that's already there. And lean into God. Yes. Mm-hmm. So thank you for being my spouse and not allowing <laughs> me to be blind and move in different directions. Well, thank you also for waking me up, helping me to see more clearly too. All right. I love you. Can't wait to the next podcast. Sounds great. Thanks. See you next time. <laughs>